Welcome to Always West Seattle, the podcast where the people, places, happenings, and history of West Seattle intersect. I'm your host, Keith Bacon. In this episode, we meet the duo behind Dojoy, bringing a different kind of donut to the Duwamish Peninsula and maybe the world. This episode of Always West Seattle is a program of the Southwest Seattle Historical Society, and we'd like to begin by acknowledging that we are on the traditional land of the first people of Seattle, the Duwamish people, past and present, and we honor with gratitude the land itself and the Duwamish tribe. The Duwamish Peninsula has a long history as a place for entrepreneurs, from the indigenous people who lived and traded here for centuries, to the non-native settlers first arriving in the 1800s seeking opportunity in what was to them a new world. In the present day, with the West Seattle Bridge closed for over two years now, you'd think that starting a new business on this somewhat more isolated side of the Duwamish River might not be so appealing to people with big dreams of success. But a new wave of go-getters are settling into West Seattle with big plans for the future. And we'll be talking to some of these notable newcomers in upcoming episodes. We'll start with dessert first. And by that, I mean donuts, which really you can eat at any time of day in any order you like. Dojoy Donuts recently opened in the Alaska Junction and has already made a big splash with their eye-catching and mouth-watering vegan donuts, along with their adjacent disco-themed plant shop. I talked with the partners in business and life who are behind this double delight venture to find out why they chose West Seattle for their base of operations and get a taste of what's to come. I'm Christopher Ballard, he, him, and this is my partner, Sean Willis, he, him, and we are the co-owners of Dojoy. Let's start from the donut beginning. How did you guys get involved with donuts? Ooh, (laughs) loaded question. Yeah, it's definitely been a long journey that started out with a lot of things that we've done previously leading up to this, including being part of the vegan community here in Seattle and wanting to open some sort of business that would have a lasting impression here. Donuts really came about on a whim, I would say. We had a lot of ideas on other things that we wanted to do in the food industry and trying to make our mark in the vegan scene and bring something new and exciting. Mm-hmm. And I think donuts were something that we thought were really needed here, especially in the vegan scene. But more than just creating vegan donuts, we wanted to do something special in the donut space. And I think there's other major cities like LA and New York that have these types of things. And it didn't feel like we had that here. But our goal overall is just to make a really good donut that people like. And so that was what we set out to do from the beginning. We started baking donuts, or we call it baking, but we fry our donuts. They're all mm-hmm. raised donuts. We don't do any cake right now. And basically, we started making them on our food truck up in Ballard in May of 2021. So just a little over a year ago. And then we realized that we really needed to get a kitchen. So we jumped to a commissary kitchen and then we realized that wasn't going to work. And so we decided that we needed to get our own kitchen. And so we settled on our kitchen here in West Seattle and that Mm -hmm. became our second retail spot. We opened a Cap Hill spot in January and this spot in May or June. June. That is a lightning fast trajectory. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of out of necessity, but also I think Sean has always been a person Mm -hmm. to 
be like, let's strike by all the iron's hot. That's the right metaphor. Yeah. Um, if it's working now, we should just, we wanted to just keep push as much as we could. Yeah. But also when we started on a food truck, we had the unrealistic idea that we would be just making donuts on a food truck, which there's not near enough space. And we quickly realized that temperature and humidity is going to affect the donuts while they're rising. So trying to deal with that on a food truck, plus peeing at, in the middle of Ballard at 2 a.m. and not always having the safest situation there. And we quickly realized we had to move to something else. So as we've learned more what our baking team needs has really made us progress really fast and figure out like how to get more spaces. But we also realized that as we were in like an established kitchen, it was a lot easier to service multiple locations with donuts every day because we bake actually everything here. So we could actually have three locations and make it still easy to do with our bake team. So let's talk about your donuts. I mean, you have some pretty interesting, unique creations and flavors. Each week we have over 15 or 16 different flavors and we introduce specials at least one, two, three every week. And we announce those week of, and it's just like a surprise thing. And hey, this is what we got this week. And it's very exciting for us. The bake team is always surprised to know what we're doing, but it's a lot of fun. And I think that's what really has kept people coming back and trying new stuff. We do a lot of fun flavors that are always rotating, but we also know that people like classic flavors, like a classic maple bar sparks this nostalgic feeling of going to the grocery store on vacation with my family and getting a maple bar in the morning. And so we definitely wanted to keep those nostalgic flavors. We have a basic glaze, chocolate, maple bar, we have strawberry. And so there's definitely a lot of people that come in for those, especially vegan people who haven't been able to have that nostalgic feeling for mm -hmm. a long time. I don't want to put you in the awkward spot of having to play favorites, but do you each have a favorite of your own donuts? We took it off the menu last week, but we had it like a week before, and it was our vanilla Biscoff, which came on a whim. We just created it because we were putting out over here in West Seattle. We baked throughout the day to meet the demand because West Seattle is um, it's a hot spot right now. Yeah. And so we baked throughout the day with another bake team. And we created it because we wanted to put a different donut out that day because we kept putting out the same stuff that we were scheduled to do. But I was like, ooh, what could we do? So we paired an icing and some of the toppings we had, and it was so good. So Awesome. Yeah. I'm actually celiac, so I can't have our donuts. Mm. But one that I would love to try, and I've heard a lot of people really like, is our Everything But the Bagel Donut. Oh, yeah. It was actually just rated Veg News' in the 19 top vegan donuts in the U.S. Wow. And it's a basic glazed donut with everything bagel seasoning mm. and a little bit of cream cheese in the center. So it's got a savory, sweet, garlic, oniony flavor. It's really good. I brought one of those home the other day, but it was a birthday present for someone, so I haven't tried it myself yet. But he was a big fan of it. Are there particular flavors or approaches to donuts here in West Seattle that people are really responding well to? I think there's a lot of families over here, which is great. And a lot of kids. When we first started Dojo, we knew we wanted to do a pride donut. Um, mm -hmm. So we have a, just a vanilla, slightly cotton candy flavored donut we call our pride donut. And it has rainbow edible glitter on it. Mm. And the kids see it and they're like rainbow glitter. They're all over it. And so that one's definitely been really popular. We do a lot of those here for sure. I'd say anything with sprinkles seems to be popular. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And it's just funny. The kids will be hanging around and turn like, did you have a donut? Let me guess. It had sprinkles on it? They're like sprinkles. And they just start screaming. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, parents. <laughs> yeah, They know what they're getting into when they cross the threshold of a donut shop, right? Anything goes. And it's not just a donut shop that you brought to West Seattle. It is also 
a plant store that we are sitting in right now. Tell me how that came about. So our plant shop here is called Botanic at the Disco. When we found this space, we were very excited because we knew we wanted to open a shop over here in West Yale. And we found something in the junction. It was just like the perfect opportunity. And this used to be a cafe before and mm-hmm. everything over on this side of the shop that is Botanic at the Disco now was seating for the cafe. And we kind of realized that there would never be that many people sitting inside for donuts. Mm -hmm. So we were trying to think of what's something fun that could also maybe make us a little bit of money (laughs) and be something that we both enjoy. And we decided on indoor plants. And then a friend of ours sparked the name and we got disco ball planters. We got glitter floors and a lot of really nice house plants. And to all you wondering, yes, the disco ball planners are for sale. <laughs> they <laughs> are just all out of stock. Yeah, we get people <laughs> in here all the time. They are coming back them. soon, we promise. They're flying off the shelves. And so do you both work on the plant selection or is this kind of your baby a little yeah. bit more? This is definitely my baby over here, mainly because I'm camping the donuts too much because I'm celiac, so I shouldn't right. be on gluten. I'm definitely, and I'm a houseplant lover. However, I, like a lot of people, have killed a lot of houseplants over the years. <laughs> and I definitely know that people coming through here aren't necessarily looking for 100 to $200 collector plants. Mm-hmm. Um, they want something easy to grow in their house or something giftable. And so I try and stock things here that are on the lower end of maintenance, but also some fun things, a little bit rarer things but i actually go basically every week to pick out our plants and hand select them so i would definitely say it's more of a curated selection in here that's always changing cool and what's the response been like from the community to the plant store and the donuts in west seattle people seem to be loving the donut shop and the plant shop combo it's really exciting because for a while we had a line and i think that may have deterred some people from coming by but now Our line is shorter, but constant people constantly coming through all day. So Mm. it's less of a wait. People are still coming in. It's great. And uh, the reception over here has been really nice, better than I imagined and just in a different way because our other locations are amazing, but they're just different types of neighborhoods. And this is a different neighborhood for sure because people don't like to leave West Seattle. So I think a lot of people walk over here from home and it's just, it feels cozy. And our other spots are just, each one's different. So. I would say the nice thing about our shop over here is that I think especially for West Seattle, our concept and the way that we present Dojoy and just the overall experience is very different compared to a lot of other businesses over here. I think it's really fun. It's kind of on trend. People want to share about it. They want to meet their friends here because it just looks cool and it's fun. And the donuts are good too. And we had a long line for the first few weeks, but I think people were excited to have something Mm -hmm. to wait in line for. We don't get like a lot of new businesses over here. Hopefully as Mm -hmm. the bridge opens up and stuff, we get more new things and they can be sustainable for people. But having something new and exciting, I think has been just like very fun for a lot of people to come out to. Absolutely. And you brought over not only these two new businesses to West Seattle, but you live here now. What's that move been like for you? That's been really nice because we lived here before the bridge went down in North Admiral. Then the bridge went down and Christopher worked in Capitol Hill. And so then we moved to Cap Hill. And then during the pandemic, we were like, ooh, what do we do? Let's do something. We want to do something. Got kind of angsty. And then we decided to do this. So we started this, but then our first part of the venture was in Ballard. That's where our food truck was at. So we were driving from Cap Hill to Ballard almost every day. Then we opened Cap Hill, which was great because that was really close to where we're at. And then as we 
got this space here in West Seattle in January. We started converting things and recipe testing and all sorts of stuff. And that was a really big nightmare because we're driving from Cap Hill to West Seattle almost (laughs) daily. Yeah. And it was super stressful. No joy there. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was just really stressful. So about a month or two before we opened here, we managed to get back over and now we live a couple blocks up and, uh, Like I was explaining before, it's just something about the neighborhood vibe over here that is really neat and that I really enjoy myself coming from originally from L.A. where it's a little more spread out and there's not really a spot quite like this that I've experienced before, whether traveling, living somewhere. But Mm -hmm. We always knew we kind of wanted to move back over here Mm -hmm. and uh, when we were able to, we were really excited and it's nice to be so close to our shop, although sometimes it makes it too easy to come in and check on things. Yeah. But yeah, it's great seeing so many regulars and getting to know the people that live here and knowing them by name, meeting all the awesome dogs that come by <laughs> and just seeing people. Keep bringing you know, your dogs. Yeah, keep bringing your dogs, please. <laughs> just to meet everybody and see everybody's response and see the support has just been really great. Mm-hmm. How did you guys first meet? We actually met online. Sean was living in LA and mm-hmm. I was living here. I've been here for about 12 years now and Sean's been here for about six, but we met online and we were doing long distance for a while and Sean just fell in love with Seattle and quickly after we started dating, he moved up here and it was funny, he was looking for apartments and I moved here when I was about 18 and I thought I would never tell somebody to go move to West Seattle. Like <laughs> I was like, I'd never live in West Seattle. And then by the time he was moving up here, I was like, maybe you should check out West Seattle. Like mm-hmm. it could be kind of cool. And then so he moved up here and I was spending so much time in West Seattle with him that we just fell in love with the neighborhood over here. And yeah. That's been great. If you could have one fantasy customer in either of your businesses here walk through the doors, who would it be? Well, I mean, there's a bunch of people that I would love to meet, but actually somebody asked this question to us the other day and we would love for anybody to come in really, but it'd be really great if like a vegan celebrity would come in, somebody like Billie Eilish, somebody like Lizzo, somebody who really supports the vegan Mm -hmm. community and Mm -hmm. is outspoken about it. There's a lot of people that it would be really cool to see come in. And if they're ever in town and want us to bring a bunch of donuts, we're more than welcome to. (laughs) Very true. And this is not your first vegan-based business, is it? Before we started Dojoy, we wanted to support and do what we could to help local businesses, especially in the vegan community. And a lot of that happened during COVID because it was very tough for them. We started our little project slightly before COVID. It's called Outbound Herbivore. And our main goal, though, was to showcase and feature vegan businesses and vegan dishes, whether that be here or abroad or in other states or wherever we were going. We just wanted to showcase you can get good food, all these different places. It turned into more of a localized Seattle thing after a while because we were in COVID and obviously we weren't traveling. (laughs) So it became more of a localized aspect. And then during all that, since Christopher worked at a print shop at the time, we had the idea to publish a vegan magazine. Yeah, we, we definitely wanted to showcase the people behind the vegan businesses and help customers of theirs connect with their story and give a way for the people to feel more confident supporting them. And we also, with all of this, have always wanted to introduce people that were just open to the idea of eating more plant-based that there are a lot of options. And I think that's one thing with our donuts is like, they're all vegan, but we get tons of people that come in here that don't know. And right. they find out afterwards. And I've heard so many people over here and they're like, oh, and they're vegan. And they're mm. like, oh my God, what? <laughs> and so we just want people to be open to the idea of maybe they have a vegan donut here. And then one day they have like a vegan breakfast burrito and mm-hmm. just slowly start incorporating more plant-based foods into their diet. 
and have them aware of all the different amazing vegan options that we have here. To spin off on that thought too, it's one of those things where we want to show people that vegan food can be good Mm -hmm. and break that stereotype in that everything vegan is bad or it's not the same. And I think that we really just want to create an inclusive environment that people can come in here no matter what your dietary restrictions are, unless if you're gluten-free, I apologize, we do not have gluten-free donuts yet, (laughs) but just to be able to enjoy good food, good coffee, and have a warm, welcoming environment for everyone. We don't cater differently to vegans than we do non-vegans and we don't care because I think it's really just showing everyone that, hey, this is a good donut. And if you're dairy-free, egg-free, lactose intolerant, whatever it might be, um, we also don't have a lot of nuts or tree nuts typically in any of our donuts unless it's a specific flavor. Being inclusive and just allowing people to be able to eat a donut, no matter what your dietary restrictions might be, I think that's a big thing for us. And we just want to be a place where everyone can enjoy a good sweet treat. So. Yeah, we definitely have parents who come in with their kids and they'll be like, a kid will have an egg allergy and they will they normally can have maybe one option somewhere. Mm. And the parent will be like, oh, you can have anything here. And they see all the options and their face just like lights uh-huh. up and it's just really special to see. What is important to you personally about being a vegan and promoting vegan products and lifestyles and businesses? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a little different maybe for both of us. For me, I'm a vegan just from my health and some issues that I was having. Mm-hmm. And I just realized that I felt a lot better not eating um, dairy and meat. I know that it makes me feel better. I know it makes other people feel better as far as like their health. I think in today's society, we look for solutions to our health and don't necessarily always target our diet. And I think there's a lot of things that people can do just trying to eat different foods or Mm -hmm. change the way they eat. Um, And that's not always prescribed by a doctor. (laughs) So I think there's a lot of things that we can take our power in and try and figure out on our own in a way. And so that's like really important for me is that people can feel like they have options and can test things out for themselves, Mm -hmm. I guess. For me, going vegan was a little more of an ethical approach. It also made me feel better, but if there was anyone to eat a grilled cheese every day or a quesadilla, it was definitely me. So uh, he still you, does. Yes, it's I just still vegan. do. <laughs> when you say you can't go without cheese, I promise you, you can. And yeah, it was more of like an ethical thing. And I think that I would love for everyone to be vegan, but it's everyone's choice to eat what they want. And we don't push that. There's no real motive other than just making a good product. But yeah. for me, I think that because we're doing this and we can make a little a better impact on people and the planet and animals. I think that is our way of doing something better. We also, while it's not necessarily vegan, a lot of what we do is a lot cleaner than a normal donut or a treat would be. All of our colors are plant-based colors. So our blue comes from spirulina, our red comes from beet, and our yellow comes from turmeric. Wow. And if there's other colors like purple, I combined the colors to make that with, Mm -hmm. you know, the same bases. We really do try to eliminate as much artificial stuff as we can and just create a better donut. It's a pretty simple build, I would say. Mm -hmm. But I think that overall, you don't feel the same way you would if you were eating something packed with terrible ingredients that was a slightly cheaper. So we really do want to offer value to our customers and just a great product. Yeah. 
Yeah, sometimes you eat a donut and you physically and emotionally regret it not too long afterwards. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty common, I feel like. And maybe people don't necessarily think about it when it's happening or, oh, gosh, I feel like this or like that. But we believe that there's certain things like dairy, it's an inflammatory. And without that, I think that's just one step towards feeling a bit better after eating our donuts. And I think a lot of people eat multiple donuts. Yes, I'm looking at you. Um, at once. And I think it's a better donut. Yeah. I think your donuts are amazing. And at the core, at the, at the face value, they definitely bring a lot of smiles when people come in and see what's happening in your display case and everything. And it's awesome that you've had such rapid growth and success. And especially awesome that West Seattle is playing a big part of it in this current chapter. You've already grown so quickly. What do you see next? What's your vision or dream for Dojoy and uh, Botanic of the Disco? Dojoy domination. <laughs> <laughs> we did just get a our Domobile, which is a really cute catering cart. We just did um, Alaska Airlines' 90th anniversary, and that was great. And now we can do some weddings, some pop-ups, some other events, corporate events, stuff like that. But I think in the future, um, we're going to learn a lot more over the next few months about just how our business operates at this scale and hopefully be able to take that information and figure out if it's worth opening more locations, maybe possibly Bellevue, Tacoma, somewhere up north, Everett, something like that. Mm -hmm. And just really get to know our business more as we expand and figure out how we can scale that up and bring more donuts to more people. We have people all the time. People are like, oh my God, I need to bring your donuts to Texas. Somebody I think just emailed yeah. us. We get this all the time. You got to bring our donuts here. You got to open here. We love to open up more locations eventually. You don't have to come to West Seattle or you maybe you won't have to come to West Seattle for a Dojoy donut, but you should, I think. And the plant shop is amazing. It's so fun. It's very chill in here. I could hang out all day, but I'm sure you guys want to kick me out so you can get back to work. <laughs> Not at all. Thanks so much for being on the podcast. Welcome to the neighborhood. It's really exciting to see what you're doing and to have cool people just creating their own reality here in, in West Seattle. And your vision and your enthusiasm and creativity is really awesome and I think a great fit for this neighborhood. Thanks Thank so much. You. And Appreciate thanks, that, thanks for everybody here in West Seattle who's supported us and stopped by and said hi and just been so excited for us. We're, it really makes it worth it. And we've pulled a lot of 20-hour days and have been exhausted. But then when we're here mm -hmm. and running on no sleep and people come in and just to see people's reaction, it's totally worth it. Follow Dojoy Donuts on Instagram for the latest flavors and find them on the web at dojoydonuts.com. That's it for this episode of Always West Seattle. If you like what you heard, pretty please with rainbow sprinkles on top, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And it would be awesome if you shared this episode with your friends, neighbors, co-workers, maybe anyone you know who's ever eaten a donut. We also appreciate your mentioning us in your posts on Facebook and Instagram, where our handle is Always Podcast. That's all with two L's, of course. And if you've got a great idea for a story we should know about, drop us a line through either of those social media platforms or email keith at madewithbacon.com. Always West Seattle is a Made with Bacon production, all rights reserved. Interviews have been edited for brevity and clarity. I'm Keith Bacon. Thanks for listening. 